Here's another informative message from Mary's Moments. Pro or against, that seems to be the only thing that matters these days in the marijuana discussion. But what about the facts? Did you know that qualified patients can use medical marijuana at home or on private property? Public use is illegal except for low THC cannabis. Or that Florida law does not allow qualifying patients to grow their own medical marijuana and that crossing the borders of Florida with marijuana is a felony. At Mary, they've taken it upon themselves to lay it all out there in their first podcast, in their live conversations on cannabis forums, and their website and social handles. They're not here to try and convince you to join either side, just pure, unbiased education about medical marijuana and unlawful use of marijuana. Listen, learn, and form your own opinion with Mary. Find it at mary.famu.edu. That's M-M-E-R-I dot F-A-M-U dot E-D-U. Mary, educate, learn, talk. Hi, how are you? It's Stephanie Van Vark, and I am a small business owner. Welcome to Talking Business. Uh, I've got to tell you, the new, pl- the new platform, I don't have a countdown, so I always forget that I'm supposed to start talking, so I apologize. Um, Today, we are talking to Jesse J. Coleman Jr. He owns Video Mix TV. Um, I was just sharing with him, I've sort of had this dream, I guess, of starting my own network, and he actually had the guts to do it. So we're going to probe him a little bit and find out how that came to be, um, and then what challenges he's had and, and the ways he's had to pivot um, in this in this industry. So without further ado, welcome, Mr. Jesse J. Coleman, Jr. I mean, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, so we'll start with who are you and what do you do? Well, my name is Jesse uh, J. Coleman, Jr. And I am the founder and president and GM of Mix TV, 24-hour music television network based here in South Florida. Okay. Um, so just to get to the guts and the meat of it all, how does one decide to start a network <laughs> and what well, does it take to go about doing so? Well, early on, I mean, I, I've always been fascinated with television from a, from a young person uh, through my, you know, um, my time in college and that sort of thing. So I've always wanted to television business. And uh, after, after, after I started kind of working in the business, and you kind of you kind of reach those glass ceilings uh, in, in in jobs and that sort of thing. But I'm you know, always aspiring to do more. And then I you know finally decided you know I really I really would like to own this, the channel. You know one time I had I had a job where a supervisor I was I was lobbying for a raise and my VP was saying well if you could have any job in the company what would it be? You know without hesitation I said president. You know I mean that was without hesitation. I'm not I'm not trying to be a head manager or anything like that. So you right. know I, I right. you know. So I was able to leverage some relationships I had with uh, television station owners and, and and that sort of thing. And you know, Viacom bought the company that I was working for at the time. And I really didn't want to work for Viacom. I wanted to. We wanted to take MTV down. You know, we wanted to beat them. You know what I mean? So I, I decided to. You know, this this is a good time for me to step out. And you know, and it, it, you know that first step is the is the hardest one, as people it's the say. Hardest one. You know, yeah. It's the hardest so, one. Especially for know. a network, that's not a that's mm-hmm. not an easy lift. So yeah. that that definitely ambitious goal. So was mm-hmm. the intent to, as you mentioned, to go after MTV and make sure much of your programming was centered around the whole music and video industry? Well, I always thought music was a, you know, 
I, I really I, I used to work at this company called The Box, and I, I really, 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 really loved the the way people responded to that brand. You know, it was, it was really ahead of its time, interactive television, that sort of thing. So I, I borrowed a couple pages out of the playbook when I when I left The Box and applied that to to what I'm doing. I I really advise people to when while you are in the in the workforce, learn as much as you can. You know, at someone else's expense. You know, and even learn, you know, learn from learn from other people's mistakes as well. You know, because that you know, then then you're kind of poised to you know to do you know things uh, you know for yourself. So before the show, actually, you know, I get some juicy conversation prior to you mentioned that you have been able to lean on your engineering background. Was that what you studied, and what aspect of your engineering background have you been able to really uh, that has served you well in this in this business? Well, I went to, I went to college. I studied electrical engineering at North Carolina A&T State University. And actually, while in college, I mean, engineering, like like a lot of fields, there's a lot of you know different areas you can specialize in. So I, I, I specialize in communications uh, in, the, in, in, in my in my field of study. And and then I decided, you know, television is an applied science. That's how I look at it. Television, you know, it's it's really incredible for you know for you to see pictures across the world, people talking in real time, those sort of things. So television is is an applied science. But a lot of what I come had come to find is a lot of people that are that work in engineering and television don't necessarily have the degree that I had, mm-hmm. you know, because because mm-hmm. television it's a it's a very practical, hands on, especially the you know the the day to day engineering things, you know, fixing things, transmitters, and so it's really a diverse uh, skill set that you have to have. So you know, I, I was I was able to you know through through working um, you know the first jobs I had in, from um, uh, work study in college to internships to actual jobs, all of that all of that experience I was consistently kind of building on you know, mm-hmm. and my next opportunity came from the experience that I had. So when I started started my started uh, to do video mix, you know, one I I, I uh, the, the relationships that I had with television station owners became very important. Because distribution is is critical in, in that in that regard, so that that was very important. And just just to I mean, to this day, I'm still you know from from networking, you know, computer, you know, IT uh, networking to the traffic and billing to you know doing repairs of equipment, uh, designing mm-hmm. studio, um, all of these things. You know, we do we do live remote broadcast and you know lots of things. So so a lot of my experience that I had in the television you know sector. Have, have continued to pay off. I mean, I, I used to operate the satellite trucks, doing live shots out in the field and, that, and those sorts of things. So all of that has really come to serve me very well. Well, you talk about um, repairs as, as part of one of the things that's very important to you um, and your ability to be able to do so. We are in an area where hurricanes and weather are a huge factor. Has that been something that you have been concerned about? Has, something, has it been something you've had to... Um, pivot as a result of um, how are you set up operationally to be prepared for those kind of um, circumstances that you have no control over? Yeah, we're we're prepared. Um, It's it's interesting because the the weather has been actually a blessing in a a weird way for me, because when, you know, before before Katrina did the damage it did to uh, New Orleans, Katrina came through Miami and actually did some damage, you know, mm-hmm. and it actually, the, I, I was working for a television station at that time and it, it knocked their satellite dish. It destroyed a satellite dish that the station had. So the people that were on the air, they didn't want to uh, pony up the money to uh, replace the satellite dish. So, you know, the station owner turned to me and said, well, how long would it take for you to get your programming on the air? I said, give me like uh, two hours. 
Mm-hmm. I would make, you know, you know what I mean. So, it, so it, it, was, it was, yeah, it was really, it was really an opportunity and a kind of a blessing in disguise. But we're always, we always have to be, you know, here. Um, the, the way I operate the station, you know, it's, it's dependent upon the internet. Um, so when, when the, when the, uh, if, you know, when there's times here in South Florida where we experience power outages and that sort of thing, that's again, that's the time that sometimes we even see more viewers because a lot of times the, the cable, cable service will get knocked out. Mm-hmm. Or the, the satellite service, your dish needs to be retuned, and that's sort of thing. So now you're back to, to being. Some some people are rediscovering terrestrial television at, the, at that point. So we, you know, we. So sometimes the weather actually plays uh, plays, you know, in, in our behalf. So then let's flip a little bit. Then you're talking about those times when you, th- those are absolute times where that's a benefit to you. Um, have you? I would imagine you've developed or a bit of a marketing strategy to target those opportune times or or as you've built this business, you've been able to evolve your marketing to to attract um, a really nice audience. Um, because I noticed on your profile, you have an audience of roughly about 250,000 people. You're in eight markets and you touch ages 18 through 49. So that's very impressive. So. How have you been able to maneuver your marketing to over the years to attract that audience, and in particular doing those inopportune those inopportune times? Well, it's uh, now. I mean, some of the tools that we have today haven't always been around. Uh, you know, uh, to to utilize to have free you know ways to to market products. So so you know when we used to turn stations on, it would be it was, it was really organic. It was really really organic. We turn the station on. How long does it take to start getting phone calls? You know. And then and that was kind of a that was kind of a way that we had done things, um, you know, initially. But now, now we, you know, we utilize some of the other other tools. You you can you know you can target uh, you know demos, zip codes, all these different things you can target. So we, we try to utilize those tools as well now. But initially, it was just really an organic. Even when I was working for the box, it was you know it'd be incredible because you know I, I might be in Tulsa, Oklahoma, building a new a new uh, television station, never been on the air. And you turn it on and it's always like how long is it going to take new york city it might take us 30 seconds to get a call with no marketing at all you know and uh so yeah so that's what we try to we try to utilize the tools that are available uh, for us now but but television is always an interesting field because we're you know the way that people are amassing audiences online and followers and that sort of thing it's kind of analogous to what we've been doing in television for years you know what you call them viewers and, mm-hmm. and that sort of thing so things are converging in such a way now that it's, it's pretty incredible and so uh, Hurricane Ivan is on its way. Um, what would that, what would your, what would you enact in order to make sure you are prepared for that kind of emergency, both in terms of your viewership and, and operationally and making sure you're able to mm-hmm. show your program? Well, what I would do if there was a storm that's coming, because I have a server that plays, you know, when we're not on live, a server that plays the programming out. So I would I would just make sure that that server is is up to date with schedules for several days. So if the Internet goes down, then I'm not, you know, I'm not stuck with trying to update a schedule because, you know, I'm, I'm out of gas if I if I wait to that point to do that. So we would, you know, we would make sure our scheduling and everything is is is, uh, is is done ahead of time. And we also spend some time really just trying to inform our our viewing audience because as mm-hmm. broadcasters, we you know we have we we take a bigger responsibility with our viewing audience than perhaps maybe some folks that are are doing things on Roku and that sort of thing. So we would we really take time to to inform our audience 
uh, about you know the storm you know that it's approaching if, if there's if there's if there's shelters if there's evacuation plans and that sort of thing so we try we try our best to to you know to really hold hold down the community in that way with with good information okay okay great um so let's flip and talk a little bit about intellectual property and legal um the legal aspect of your business um you i looked at some of your programming and you kind of have show of you um shows or programs that kind of go from um you know so i'm sure your homegrown music talent to um you know back in the day also you know you have some gospel um showings so i imagine intellectual property is a, is a huge part of your daily conversation um what what give me a little bit of information about that conversation where what May, what's pivotal and important for you to have in place to ensure you're protecting yourself, you're protecting the artist, um, and what could be the ramifications if um, you're dealing with with content you don't own? Yeah, I mean, I don't, and, that, and that's one of the critical parts of what I do. I mean, I don't own, I don't own these music videos. You know, I don't, right. I don't own any of them. You know, so we, so we really, we, we really, you know, and you know, when we really got started. It was really in partnership with record labels, just promotional for record labels, that sort of thing. Because most of the times, uh, when when music comes out, you know, there's probably like about a 90 day window window that it can be monetized, at least from my perspective, you know. But then after that, a lot of time, a lot of a lot of uh, whether it's radio or or a video channel, the, the, the music kind of goes away and it, and it doesn't mm. doesn't live. Like you, you'll hear people say, "Oh, you know, Tupac's the greatest, Biggie's the greatest," but you don't hear their music, right? You know? Or you said, oh, so when you hear the music, you say, oh man, it's a bunch of, oh, it's a bunch of Tupac song plans. It's the day of the day that Tupac died, or is it? Right, right, right. You know, and, that, and that's really it. So, so I, I just, I just, I've always taken exception to that. I, I, I think that there's just so much more ways to celebrate music. Um, I, for a quick example, during the pandemic, I decided, you know what, when when the quarantine and stuff first starts, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna put, his, I'm gonna put a lot of music just to uplift people's spirits. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and we can you can do that with music. You know, so so instead of just really the, the doom and gloom about everything, you know, we're gonna we're gonna put in some you know some Al Green. Everything's gonna be all right. Yeah. Uh, you know, soul to soul, back to life. I mean, there's a lot of things that just try to help inspire people. You know, so that sometimes that's all we have is is each other. You know, Absolutely. so so back, so back so back to your question. Just I just try to be a, a steward for the for the videos that we air. Um, you know, uh, in, in, in partnership with our with our music partners, mm -hmm. and, and, and just try to represent them in a good way. So, I mean, and the things that I do on television are, are a lot different. You know, I, I don't when it comes to language and content, I'm a lot more stringent than than you know most people probably think I would be when it comes to that. Because, like again, again as a broadcaster, we have that bigger responsibility you know, for the communities that we serve. You know, so you know, and then I, you know, I just don't want to have imagery that just make us look so bad. And I mean, I can control that. You know, we don't always have people that's at the, that's a gatekeeper that's really looking out for our for our best interest. You mm -hmm. know, so so I feel like I'm I'm one that's gonna gonna try to help raise the standard. You know, this this conversation that came up about this uh, Cardi B uh, making a stallion video recently. You know, it's, it's it's really surprising that we spend so much time trying to trying to bring up that type of thing. I'm, so I'm just I just want to raise the standard. I want us all to be great. You know. And and your audience is uh, we didn't talk about that, but I'll let you share. And your and your target audience. What is your target audience? Well, we have we we have segments of our audience. We we, we actually have a we have a, a a twelve to twenty four, but that but that below eighteen is not really uh, 
valued by advertisers from for whatever reason but we do have that as, as a part of our audience mm -hmm. the, the, the 18 to 34 which is part is the meat of, of our audience but then we have we even have an audience beyond that the 25 to 50 54 because it's been a blessing being on for 20 years we've had a couple of generations of people that have grown up you know consuming our programming so they're, they're they're used to watching us on 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 TV and they know how to get to us and that sort of thing so that's 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 been a real a real blessing uh, uh, to, to have that. And then our, our audience is very diverse as well. I mean, mm -hmm. because here, here in South Florida, diversity is, is different than a lot of parts of the U.S., you know, so, so I mean, we, we bring a nice cross-section of, of everyone. You know, you have a lot of children. English might, might not even be the, the, the primary language that they speak at home, but the children are American kids still. Uh -huh. You know, you know what I mean. So, so yeah. we, so we, you know, we, we try to. I, I, I look at radio as a way that, as, as a place where it's one of the last places in our society where things are really still segregated. You know, you may have barbershops and churches in the, to a certain extent, but radio is still, it's still segregated. Very so segmented by the genre. That's true. you know, and then because you, you know, because because on video mix, there's certain say certain flow rider records you will never hear on WEDR. You know, okay. Because Flo is a, is a much you know much bigger artist. He he's has a, a big pop catalog and that sort of thing. So it's a lot of stuff that Flo does that is not on WEDR. You know, Pitbull uh, for another one. So we're you know we're able to, to to really cut through all the all the clutter and and, and really serve people. It's like in, in South Florida, if you go to a party, you're gonna hear a lot. If it's a good party, you're gonna hear a lot of different music. Right, you know, so we, so we try. You haven't heard on the radio. Exactly, exactly. And even as I mean, so you know, while Spanish is not my primary language, but when it's when, it's, when you got some hot records that's in, in, in Spanish, we're gonna play them. When Despacito right. was the hot record, oh yeah, we, we're on that. You know, because you have you, we we cover our bases here in South Brooks, so and we, and we and we try to feel very responsible for that. Well, you are in eight markets, as I read, um, outside of South Florida, which probably brings you a little bit more into the heartland. Are you finding you're having to adjust your program to that audience or they're just as engaged as South Flor Floridians? That's a great question. Well, right now, the, the, the markets, those eight markets, those are ones that we've been in over the history of the company. Uh, right now, we're, we're on in South Florida and, and, and we will be reemerging in Atlanta when our, when our broadcast partner comes back on the air. But, but but at one point, yeah, that's a great question because when I when I was on in North Carolina, you know, I really had to pivot uh, when I was on in North Carolina because I was like, wow, you know, a lot of the a lot of two live crew us uh, couldn't play that. A lot of the you know the the dance hall hot walk in the you know all, all that. I mean, a lot of that stuff. It, it was just too hot for that area. You know, it's, you know the, the 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 values. The well, I don't know. I don't necessarily say values, but it's just the way people perceive things. It's, it's just different. So being, you know, you know, being there, I had, to, I had to, and even that's when I actually uh, began to play more pop titles than I did previously. Because mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. being, in, I've always had a uh, had a philosophy for where we want to celebrate the local artists wherever we are. You know, yeah. so some of the local artists in that area would have been a, a Kelly Pickler, uh, a Chris Daughtry. You know, these are huge artists in, in that area, you know, and in our, in our audience, again, our audience drew a nice cross section. And in, in North Carolina, there's not near the diversity that, that we have here, but our audience was not, it's not all black audience. It was, we have, you know, black, white, and we're, which are the primary demos in, in North Carolina. We have everybody that watch, that watch our channel, which makes me feel like we're hitting the right spot. So again, I'm from like the Georgia area, so I can. Mm. <laughs> 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 I know, that's my home. I know you can't play everything. <laughs> um, so let's see. So you, you talked about your programming and having to pivot. Um, 
is that one of is that probably the largest challenge you have and that where you found that that's had to be a, a structured part of your um how you operate is learning how to pivot based on the market yeah definitely the market that we in that we are broadcasting in determines a lot for it. like atlanta i'm gonna be very excited to be back on in atlanta because i always mm -hmm. see you know, a, a pipeline between Miami and Atlanta, a lot of the ways that Miami influenced the, the, the music scene that evolved in Atlanta, that sort of thing. And then just, you know, just Atlanta being the, the market leader in, in the music that, that you know, that we play uh, primarily. Um, so yeah, that the market is gonna dictate so much. I mean, and, the, and actually the market, you know, the market will actually determine even if I wanna be in the market or not. Okay. You know, you know because at one point, at one point I was on in Tallahassee you know, in in, in, Tallahassee, in Florida, Tallahassee is a, is a, is a very significant market. Uh, I even moved to Tallahassee, and you know, this is this is back in the early days before uh, T Pain had emerged as an artist. Mm. I mean, as a, as an artist outside of uh, you know a known artist outside of Florida, big time. Mm -hmm. And you know, I had to come to find out Tallahassee was too small for me. Mm -hmm. You know, and too small in the sense of no matter where I am, I I I, I do this. It takes the same effort for me, whether I'm in Tallahassee or New York City. You know, so I, I might as well be, I might as well fish where the fish are, you know, okay. instead, you know, so, so I might, you know, I, 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 you know, so Tallahassee is too small, but, you know, like a market like New York or other places, it, you know, so I, so I, I had to learn that by doing it though, because you know, I'm like, well, why is it not, you know, because when you look at the market, you, even though you have the colleges and all that stuff, or your market where you're looking at about 50,000, you know, uh, TV mm -hmm. households, it's just too small. It's just too small. So do you have a sales staff that helps you identify where these markets should be? Or is this really based on the relationships you've established in these different markets? Yeah, it, it's really been I, I've been a one man band um, for a, a really, really long part of, 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 of my business. You know, so. So, yeah, I, I, I just um, I kind of the, the market itself, you know, relationships that I have with station owners on, 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 on occasion. I'll get calls. Hey, I'm going to I have a channel available in this market. You know, but just the just the, the business model that that I've been operating under, I'd like to see that change. You know, um, okay. like back in the day, I mean, ESPN was one of the one of the cable networks that changed the paradigm, and and ESPN because there, there, there was a time where you know you're paying to be on on cable, you're paying to be you know paying your way to be on, and then and, you know uh, ESPN really changed that, and they you know started getting these subscriber fees and. And all these sorts of things, and that that changes the game. Because I mean, I I've been you know I'm a small business. I'm that 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 um, I'm that uh, that that uh, run of the mill, undercapitalized business. You know, where you're just hustling, hustling, hustling. Right. You know, so when you you know you're you're able to have you know some resources, it it just makes a makes a huge huge difference. So I so I've I've constantly been having to to you know to self fund and you know mm. do do these do these things. So but it, it's gonna it's gonna pay off. It's going to be out. <laughs> it will. It will make it. it so then that brings us to then how do you make money and what are your streams of income? Um, because it sounds like really you, you mentioned your one band band. So I think operationally you are the staff. Mm -hmm. So are you able to make revenue doing what you do? Well, it's a challenge. It's a challenge um, every month. Can, can be a challenge, like like a lot of businesses. I don't I don't see that different for, for other businesses, especially when you don't have the, if you don't have just you know operating capital just to kind of give you a little breathing room. It's like a it's like a everyday you got hustle. So my my you know television traditionally is advertising, you know. So my you know that's my that's one of that's my primary revenue stream is is advertising, 
and it's, it's primarily local local direct business as well so mm -hmm. I'm, I'm dealing with the, the other local businesses where i can go in and sit down and talk to the business owner and and talk to them how tell them how i can help uh, increase their market share and and those sorts of things so that's you know and then you know, we don't don't have uh you know there's there's not really a lot of sponsor well i have a little bit of sponsorship it's the sponsorship kind of kind of still kind of comes with comes under the the advertising it's kind of a a function of our of our advertising packages that we offer uh, so that you know those so those are you know that's that's how television i mean i don't have I, you know there's no ability to have subscribers uh currently with um with broadcast television but there's a lot of new things that are going to be occurring with with broadcast television there's a new uh a, a new modulation scheme called atsc 3.0 and so the way you receive television is going to be changing in the future and mm -hmm. it's going to be going to be a bit in our favor so you know we we're going to be able to offer some some ancillary services there's some there's some discussion of being able to offer perhaps cellular phone service through the, through oh, the wow. broadcaster yeah and, and also being able to quantify your audience because right now i don't care what a radio station or a television station tells you they don't know how many people are tuned in <laughs> to their channel. They can they can sit here and give you all the the, the, the metrics, that it is, but they but they do not know. I mean, for, yeah, the, the internet the internet is different because the internet you're able to see in real time who's logged on, but you cannot do that in television. You know, so with, with that, but with this new um, with the new broadcasting scheme, there's going to be some ability to quantify audience, which is going to be really great for us as well. So. Right. Right. So yeah, so those so, so those are the things I'm looking looking forward to to, to, to try to leverage to still to, to still get to the dollar. So let me tell you let me tell you real quick. Like so for me, you know one of one of my one of my goals has always been to get back on cable. You know, but cable cable cost me would cost me to reach the same audience that I'm reaching over the air. Cable would cost me over a hundred thousand dollars a month. Whoa, whoa, yeah. Whoa. And the, and the and the guy the the person from the cable from this is with Comcast. So the Comcast told me that's like uh, it's okay. I thought it's like a like a like a handshake I'm supposed to give or a password that I say because like who who goes into a business when you're like that that's before you feed your family you're a hundred thousand dollars in the hole every For the month. month you said yeah that's not the year that's the month <laughs> I said that's, I you know what that's ridiculous that's ridiculous because yeah. trust me trust me channel seven four ten these other broadcasters in this market are not paying a hundred thousand dollars a month to be on cable so a lot of times in in our in you know you know you know in, in the business that that I'm in, there's you know there's not a lot, a lot, a lot of minority ownership, you know. Right, they create they create barriers of entry because trust me, if video mix was on cable TV in South Florida, there would be a problem. There would be a problem. There, there would be a shift in revenue that would happen in this market. Trust me, because you. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You you would have some of the radio stations sitting in, in meetings trying to figure out what happened to the cheese. What happened to our money that we're, you know, when you look at pacing last year, we were making this much by this. What, what's going on? And I'm going to be, I would be the one that's eating your cheese because <laughs> if, if we were, if we were in a league, if I was in a level playing field, I would be a problem for them. I really would. I've already done it. We've done it before. We've been on cable. I took a job as a program director at a TV station so I could have video mix on and I didn't have to pay for it. You know? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah, okay. tremendous. I mean, I, 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 oh yeah, I turned from I turned from having to to, to do sales. To, I was almost a, a commodity broker. You know, I'm just answering <laughs> the phone. You know, and, and I'm doing the same thing. That's why I, I know if I if I were to do that, it would, but I wouldn't be able to offer people the same deals on advertising because I'm you know for a small a small business you can actually thrive with me. You know because. Uh, I had someone tell me that uh, what was the show on on uh, on Fox that was big with Terrence Howard and uh, Taraji? Oh, um, Empire. 
Empire. So Empire was the was the big show. You know, it would cost fifteen thousand dollars to have a to do a thirty second commercial on on a WSVN. Yeah, that sounds about right. For one thirty second spot, that same fifteen thousand dollars, you could probably be on video mix for six months every day. And I would, you know, and I would put my six months every day versus one thirty second spot. I would do that. You know, I would, I would, I would stand against that and see, see, see what you know what would, would, would give you the biggest return. And I actually knew of another network, a local network was trying to start here and they started really bold. It was very impressive for a while, but you're right. Immediately, it sort of very quickly, it started, I guess it started eating to some people's cheese and mm -hmm. all of a sudden it sort of disappeared. I was mm -hmm. like, uh, that was a good idea for a while. Yep. Um, we have a question for from Miss Aisha Manning. Hi, how are you today? Um, does Video Mix have an online streaming service? Yes, we do. We have we we offer a simulcast stream for our programming. So if if anyone is on our on our IG page is at, at Video Mix TV and go to the bio, you're able to click and you actually, you can see the, a simulcast stream of what's being broadcast over the air. It's okay. also it's also on our website, and we we'll, we'll be doing some other things, kind of trying to leverage leverage that streaming um, uh, opportunity. So so people, you you know, you can always have this. Oh yeah, it's it's there. I mean, it's there. But I've always, you know, I, I guess I'm I'm a I'm a broadcaster uh, in the in my blood, you know. So I've always just see a a, a bigger value is is as far as localizing when it comes to television and that sort of thing. But you, you but the convergence of, of television and streaming and all of that that's 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 been on its way for for several years now. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Thanks so, for that question. During the pandemic, um, you know, which was sort of the the backdrop for the launching of this show because it, it prompted a conversation about how businesses have, have, have been able to stay alive, not just even during the pandemic, but it shine it really shines a light on many of us are, who, like you you said, we're all trying to figure it out and we're all sort of hustling and figuring out answers day to day. Um, were you able to benefit from some of the opportunities that most small businesses were able to, like the PPP loan or the EDIL or any of those grant opportunities that were being offered? No, <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I didn't get any of that. Um, there was something because I, I've had I've, I had some people that were that were uh, that, that I know that got some of these some of these disbursements, you know. But I had already filed my taxes and everything and. And you know, some some folks are, are are gonna regret some of the things that they've done to get this money, you know, down the roads. Because some of the people are telling me the things that they did, and they got a got a, a lump sum of money. I said, I'm not gonna do that. I said, I, I filed my tax. I, it's, it's gonna be red flags that come up as soon as they're doing their, their cross referencing stuff. And I said, I'm not I'm not gonna do that. I said, I, I, you I, didn't I, even try. You didn't feel like it was gonna be better. Oh no no, I did. Oh I, I did try. Oh yeah. Oh, try Oh, yeah. I try. But and I, I, I asked, and you told me if I'm being too nosy, what were some of the reasons why your business wouldn't wasn't considered for some of those opportunities? Well, I wasn't. I wasn't. I, I didn't make some of the milestones. I think that they were looking at it in dollar amounts. Because I mean, if I was if I if I was making four or five hundred thousand dollars in a year, I wouldn't need that. I wouldn't need that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So so you got people putting that on these on this thing. I made. I, you know, I made five hundred thousand dollars, and I spent you know two hundred thousand to make the five. You know. And I, that, you know, trust me. If I, you know, my, but my margins are such that you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not underwater, you know. Okay. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm very thankful for that because I was, I was very surprised that at businesses that you see that you're like, wow, you just think that they have it all together, you know, and yeah. in ninety, and in ninety days, y'all are gone. I'm like, 
Oh, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the, I'm not making the most money by any stretch, but I, but I'm still able to survive. But I, I was just really, I was really puzzled by it, puzzled by this. Like, what is, is all this a facade? You know, all this stuff that you see, is it real? Because like, what, what is going on? What are people doing with their money? You know, these businesses. The behind, I guess that was the reason why I loved having this conversation because you're right. That it, it is amazing. You say 90 days. There were people who were on the stretch in 14 days. So. Mm -hmm. What aren't we doing right in this ecosystem yeah. that we are supporting small businesses? But you can't stay alive for fourteen days. Yeah. Oh no, I'm talking some. I'm talking some of these bigger corporate like cheese. Yeah, that's true. You know, some of these big ones because I'm. You know, I'm. I'm. You know, it's a blessing. I mean, the smaller businesses we always take the hit first. But it's nice. You know, I, it's nice when I see some of my colleagues that are in their businesses and they're able to to maintain staff and continue going. You know, I you know I look at finger licking. I look at I look at uh, House of Mac. I look at Chef Creole. I look at some of these some of these businesses. And you know, you know, when, when you're in business, you kind of you kind of can kind of can understand some of what it takes to, to sign those checks. You know, and it's a lot. You know, it's it's a lot to provide for people like that. Because I mean, at the end I mean, at the end of the day, you might be able to live in a nice home and that sort of thing. But it is a lot, a lot of responsibility and lots mm -hmm. of things every every week for people for you know for you to be able to continue to, to provide. Uh, salaries for people, you know. So, so yeah, I, 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 I would just look like just like to see more people in South Florida, kind of be more, you know, practice cooperative economics more. You know, mm -hmm. I, I would I would really like to see that more. So, because I, I I haven't experienced that in my business, you know, and I and I'd like to now with this whole wave of people supporting Black businesses, and it's like it's a fad right now. I'm like, mm -hmm. hey. You can start support. I'm a black business. You can support my business. You know, you know what I'm saying. If you want to, if you want to start supporting a black business, you know. So, I, so yes, yeah, so so I'm, so I'm hoping that, that you know we can 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 pull through this together because on the other side of this is going to be a, some new economies. There's going to be some new some new ways of making money. Perhaps there's going to be some some pastimes that may not be as lucrative as they once were. You know, so you know, there's going to be a lot of a lot of shifts that's going to happen in, in this market. Absolutely, I I completely agree with you mm -hmm. on that. So if someone wanted to get into starting their own network, what would be your advice? I mean, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Save your money. Go, go play golf. <laughs> Work on your golf swing. Now the cost of entry is a lot less. You know, especially if you're, if you're, you know, if you're, if you want to do a Roku channel and 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 things like that, it's, it's a lot. You know, just the the, the 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 capital involved is a lot less than what it what it once was. But I, I would I would just say I would just tell some somebody you know just really you know do do you have the the aptitude to do uh, several jobs? You know, because for me, you know, for me, I you know, for me, I, I'm probably more more apt to to buy a new server than hire somebody. You know, because I need I you know I I have demands that are twenty four hours. I got to have things done and, and, and stuff like that. So any, any anything I invest in has to give me a quantum leap in, in the return, whether it's saving me time mm -hmm. or you know or, or always saving money or something. But sa saving time is also very mm -hmm. important for me. Mm -hmm. You know, but yeah, I, I would just I would just say you know make make sure you have a have a passion for what you're doing and, and don't don't just be doing something because it's it's you're you know you just there's a trend that you that you that you see that's going on. Because you know you have to, because because in the days and when there's no money coming in, you know there has to be something that's going to continue to keep the fire burning, you know. Right. 
And for me, I mean, I, I have a you know, video mix TV is a passion project for me. I mean, it's it's something that that you know, it's almost like a lover. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's something Why that move that, over. This is important. Hey, you know, I've I, I've been very you know, and, and it, it it takes that something. I mean, sometimes I, I I feed my business instead of feed myself. You know, there, there's times that, that you have to make those choices. You, you know, so yeah, I, I, I just that's oh, entrepreneurship. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. What the product? That's entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's something I had to learn. Like I, I went to, you know, I didn't I, I wasn't a business major uh, in, in college. But even even if you're a business major, there's certain things that you're going to have to learn by doing. You know, yeah. you got to be out here and do it because I don't know. I don't know if in business school, they tell you just because you give somebody an invoice doesn't mean they're going to pay you. You know, <laughs> after, after, after you provide a service, they don't. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, those are things you have to learn. You know, to, to keep your to keep your business rolling. So, I, you know, I've had to institute policies just to, like, you know, what that's not going to happen again. It, it's not going to happen again. You know, you're trying to because I, I I will never I will never you know unless unless a business is a like a you know they have a the Dun and Brad Street and all this stuff you got to pay in advance. And that's yeah, just how yeah. this is how it is. I mean, you go to you go to the cable company; it's the same thing. You, I can't give you credit. You know, I, I, I'm, right. I'm not I'm not giving credit. You know, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because that, yeah, because yeah, yeah, I can't I can't go to thousands of people's brains and erase memories about your commercial they ran. I don't have a tangible product that I can repossess from from you. After, you know, if, if that's done, so I I have to get paid. You know, I have to get paid. But when you had mentioned earlier, those are some of the things that I had to institute just to be able to stay afloat. You know. And whenever a lesson I learned is whenever I don't stick to a policy, I lose. Right. Absolutely. You know, you know what I mean? That's absolutely. a reason why that's a reason I have to institute the policy. And, you know, so 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 I, I see I see these things coming. I can see around corners. I, I read people. I don't care how much, I don't care what kind of car somebody's driving, all this and the clothes that they're wearing. That does not mean that they do good business. You know, right. absolutely. That, you know absolutely. that does not mean that they do good business, right. you know. So I, that's that's definitely a piece of advice I would give someone. Do not allow yourself to be taken advantage of in business. You know, thirty day um, terms and stuff like that. No, you gotta. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or or for me, I know for me, I definitely make sure mm-hmm. I. You got to give me half up front. We are mm-hmm. not at this in you know at this juncture. You've got to give me something up front. <laughs> you know, we can at least uh-huh. cover our cost kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're right, it's sort of that after the fact, and then you're like, "Wait, what happened here?" Mm-hmm. And you, you I, I've, had, I've had everything happen. I, I've had someone go out of business. I have someone go to jail. I had a client, bless his soul, that, that was murdered. You know what I'm saying? Before, oh. yeah. And then, and then so yeah. So that, so that you know, that's that's an extreme. I would I would definitely I prefer for for this brother to be alive, and I take a loss right. you know, on that one. But but just just in in, in, the, in the grand scheme of things, you just want to. Just, just take care of your business, you know. And then you find when you find people that do good business, you, I, I really, I really appreciate that when people do good business. And I'm not, right. I'm not, I'm not. All of a sudden, you're not answering the phone, and you know, all, all these little games because I, I, I don't have, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that at all, you know. So I'm about to, um, and, and there's a personal reason why I'm asking you this. There's some programming. I know most of your programming is music, but you do some other programs. Um, mm-hmm. I'm kind of calling this woman out because she's one of my sorority sisters. So <laughs> talk about her show, if you would. Um, I, I think you've, you've done some other programming, in particular, the culture. 
mm-hmm. um, who is um, is run by and the host is Jessica Motkins Motkins Garrett. Um, Garrett Motkins, yeah, get that right, and I guess say Garrett Motkins. Yeah, oh, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> Roy, I looked out for you, Roy. <laughs> you know I got you, but you know. <laughs> Jessica Mackins. So go ahead. She's my sorority sister, so I got to call her out. Go ahead. Yeah, Jessica, she's one of my favorite people. Actually, if, if, uh, a quick backstory. Jessica, uh, we, we actually went to North Carolina A&T. We both attended North Carolina A&T. We, we wouldn't, really didn't know each other in college. I met Jessica. She was, when I was moving to Florida, I had several people say, oh, you moving to Miami? You got to meet Jessica. Got to be Jessica. I said, okay. So I get here, and Jessica was one of the first two people that I called, and she was so kind to me, inviting me out to the the A&T alumni picnic at T.Y. Park and and that sort of thing. She even that night I was I was headed to an Uncle Luke party, and she's like, Jesse, are you want you want to meet some ladies or not? Right? I, I was like, hmm. so I, you know I went with, and I, I met I met my first girlfriend. Uh, oh. You know that night uh, here, so see, so yeah, I love Jessica. She's a really, really great person. And so, yeah, video. What we do while while music is the core of what we do. You know, film, fashion, sports, politics. We're able to kind of you know navigate in those spaces, and mm-hmm. with, with music still as the center of that. So the culture is a, is a is a great example of that. Uh, even the name of the show, you know, the culture. You know, and that, that's something that. And and then Jessica, she's she's a she's a uh, she's an outstanding uh, interviewer. And we get some, we get some of the, you know, some of the tastemakers, the movers and shakers that are in this market, on, you know, on on her show, and it's outstanding. I mean, you know, people people need information about, you know, school uh, reopening, you know, mm-hmm. and we have people on the air like that, you know, with, with small businesses, with other, you know, with other, you know, other business leaders, political leaders that we that we have in the market that, that you know, th- this show deserves to be on on a, on a Sunday morning on a. On, on a on a cable network, you know, and so so that's that's why I mean uh, Jessica and I partnered and, and we're doing this together. I I've aired, you know I have some other programs that that come on as well. That and we 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 always look to partner with people when it when it's something, especially when it when it's 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 a, it's a it's a great program. It's local and it speaks to so many of the same uh, things that we do as a company, you know. And her being a friend is is a, you know that kind of pushes it over the top, but it, it's a it's an outstanding relationship. So Aisha Manning. Who's also my sorority sister? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, asked, does Video Mix TV do any PSAs or community service outreach programs or partnerships? Oh, definitely, definitely. PSAs is a is a huge part of of our of the of the company, really, because you know when, when we look at when we look at television and the, the imagery that 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 we have out there for Black folks, you know, historically it has not been good, you mm-hmm. know. And just just seeing seeing positive images and seeing these sorts of and just and information and, and that sort of thing. So so so, I would say, uh, you know, responsible fatherhood, positive fatherhood, responsible fathers. That's one of the huge uh, tenets that we stand on. You know, HIV AIDS awareness. Uh, mm-hmm. For some reason, HIV and AIDS has has been you know kind of pushed to the side. It's been for a number of years. Whenever those whenever those numbers come out at the end of the year, it should be alarming to everybody that South Florida is the leader in, in, in this category. You know, it takes more than Magic Johnson's smiling face on a bus to solve that issue. You know, you know what I mean? So that that's another another point. You know, and then you know gun violence prevention. That's another another one that we stand on. You know, voting. I mean this, these are ones that we, we've been doing this since, since the, you know there's a PSA that I played been playing for 20 years. 
you know, about about voting, you know, and it, it's still as important as the first day that, that we ever that we ever played. So these so these these are these these are things that are that are hugely important important. We look to partner with people that you know, like the Circle of Brotherhood and and other organizations in our community that are doing such great things for for people. You know, we we have to we have to do it ourselves. We gotta you know we gotta you know we gotta we gotta sing our own praises at times, and we gotta be uh, uh, responsible. For things that occur in our community, but a lot of times I, I take issue with radio stations that that play certain music, but but then and then claim to have a certain stance against gun violence and and other, <laughs> and other things. They, they just I, I just have a problem with that, you know. That's true. That's I mean, Video Mix was one of the we were one of the first in the business to just totally cancel R. Kelly, and this is many years ago. You know, and it, you know, and then, you know, it even even a relationship with with one of my local, uh, one of the bigger artists that's here locally. That relationship was fractured as a result of, of that decision. But we stand on the right side of history. You know, the whole rest of the the whole rest of the business, all of a sudden, is like they just found out about the stuff that's been been going on for 17, 18 years. You know, I wanted to bring up bring up that when 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 they had when they brought Art Kelly to to Jazz in the Gardens. I really wanted to, to make a statement at the press conference, and I did it. And I was I was a bit ashamed of myself for not doing that at that time. You know, you know what I mean. But we stand we stand on we stand on what we what we believe. You know, and I'm I'm, I'm in a position where you know I'm it's thankful that you know I'm able to I'm able to make certain decisions. And if it doesn't if it doesn't sit with my spirit, well, it doesn't happen. You know, and I don't I don't have to sit and, and have a whole bunch of meetings and, and try to convince convince somebody about it. You know, so I, I'm, I'm able to make those this year. I pay the cost to be the boss. That's true. So, well, we are going to wrap up. But before we do, I really want people to know how they can find you. Um, Video Mix TV, we really encourage you to check it out. And I got to say, I learned about the show at my the network myself. So I'll definitely be tuning in and hope I Thank can you. stay connected. Uh, please share with us how we'll be able to find you in the future. Okay. On all social media, Video Mix TV. Uh, Instagram is probably our favorite our favorite uh, platform because it speaks to us the best with the with the pictures and, and the videos and that sort of thing. But Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, our website, everything is Video Mix TV. The website is VideoMixTV.com. You can go to the website. You can watch the watch the live stream. You can go on the bio on the Instagram and watch the live stream. And you know you can also get a get a hold of me, Jesse, spelled like that. All you see on the screen, J E S S E at VideoMixTV.com. You know, you can reach me directly. I, I do my best to respond to uh, all inquiries, big or small. And, you know, would love to learn more about people in, in this market, other markets, and, and how we can just do better as, as, uh, as people. We just need to do better, everybody. So, yes, I'm so glad you agreed to come on the show. I'm very great to meet you. Um, I'm definitely, wait, actually, Aisha said, found in VideoMixTV.com for streaming, Video Mix TV on IG and Facebook. So she was just there sharing. Okay. Um, right, thank, so, thank, thank you, Aisha. I appreciate the questions. <laughs> um, thank you again for joining the show. I It was definitely a learning experience for me. Um, again, I hope we can stay connected and I hope we can get you on the show again. Um, thank you so much, Stephanie. Congratulations on your, on your, on your program. And you. I, you know, I wish you nothing but success down the road. And if I can ever be of assistance to you, please reach out. Thank you. Will do. Will do. So have a good day. Thank you everyone for tuning in again today. That was a wonderful show. Um, and I know I really got some good 
information from that. And um, I hope you did too, especially for those of you who are going into uh, small business, business ownership in general, to be honest with you, uh, whether the product is a network or you have a widget, those are all morsels of good information to know. Um, so we initially had a show scheduled for Thursday, um, but we won't be able to do that show, but stay tuned. We're still going to run one of our past shows, um, which is just as informative today as it was when we did it a, a couple of months ago. Um, so you will see that on Thursday. And next week, we have two guests. Um, on Tuesday, the 29th, we are going to talk to artist Rashawn Alexander. We talked a little bit about how music uh, has really turned the emotional dial during a, a pandemic. And art, I feel, is the same way, but there's a business behind art. It's very important. So we will have a chance to talk to him about that. And then on the first lot of October, we will launch the first National Women's Small Business Month show with actually someone that's been working very closely with our show here, Talking Business, Ashley Andrews. So I'm very excited about that. She just launched uh, a social media uh, marketing company, and we're going to talk a little bit about how uh, that launch has been going and the challenges of startup during a pandemic. Uh, those are all pivotal information. That's pivotal information I think we need to know. Um, so thank you so much for joining in, for tuning in. We really appreciate the love and the, the constant uh, review. Um, and we look forward to seeing you next week. In the meantime, stay tuned and check out Talking Business on Facebook. We like to post updated information for small business owners about grants, about opportunities, um, anything that is out there. Um, we would definitely like to be able to interview. And I see here, Aisha Manning saying, great interview, Stephanie Creates. Thank you. I love your Talking Business, the Comedy Underground series. I'm assuming that means I need to connect with them to, to, to interview. So we'll talk a little later. <laughs> so thank you again. Y'all have a great day. Bye-bye.